it's August 25th, I'm Martin Nutty, and you're listening to Nutty in New York, Episode 8. I've been away for about a month, at least in podcast terms, and out of that month I was fortunate enough to be able to take two weeks of vacation and think about some of the subjects that I wanted to cover in this podcast. So I'm going to kick this off with a focus on elections. Specifically, I'm going to talk about ranked choice voting. Now, you might ask what that is, and I'll get there. But this past week in New York, we had the New York Democratic primary. If you're not familiar with the American electoral system, political parties pick candidates and those candidates in turn run in the general election. The parties use their own electoral system to pick candidates, and they're called primaries. So the Democratic Party usually has a primary, the Republican Party usually has a primary. And so Tuesday of this week, I got to vote for the Democratic candidate for the House of Representatives. Now. I sit in the New York 12th district. The whole United States is divided up into districts, actually 435 districts, because there are 435 seats for the House of Representatives. And so in my district, there was a knockdown, drag him out fight between two veteran political operatives, Jerry Nadler and Carolyn Maloney. How did it all turn out? Well, Jerry Nadler easily won with a total of 55% of the vote. And that's pretty much a slam dunk in an election which has more than two candidates running. As a matter of fact, there were four as I recall it. And so that was fine. Clear-cut victory, no questions asked. However, in the district next door to where I live in New York City, the New York 10th District, Dan Goldman won the Democratic primary there. However, he only got 26% of the vote. The runner-up got 24%. And that got me to thinking about elections in general. In a democracy, is this the best way to choose a candidate? If you think about it, in the New York 10th District, 74% of the folks that voted didn't vote for Dan Goldman. So those 74% aren't really represented, which begs the question, is this really the best way to run an election? Well, what are the alternatives? The most common one that's used in America is a runoff election. Now, runoffs take the top two candidates, and then they will fight it out on a separate electoral day. Well, guess what? People don't have all the time in the world to go voting, and runoffs, as a general matter in the United States, do not get close to the same turnout as the initial election day. So is there an alternative? Yes. And that's where we get to ranked choice voting, which I think is a much better system than what is 
currently used in most of the United States. Well, what exactly is that? How does ranked choice voting work? Well, it's fairly straightforward. You have a list of candidates for a particular office. You rank them in order of your preference. Number one, associated with the candidate you favor most, and you can rank as many after that. So you could rank just one candidate, or you could rank two, three, four, sometimes the whole pool of candidates that are available. Now, why is this preferable? Well, in an election where you have more than two candidates running, and no single candidate gets a plurality of the vote, meaning they get 50%. What happens then is ranked choice voting uses a counting procedure that eliminates the bottom candidate and distributes any of that candidate's second preference votes to the remaining candidates. And if one of the remaining candidates achieves 50%, it's game over. If not, then you go and eliminate the next candidate after that. Rinse and repeat until somebody gets 50%. So ranked choice voting has the virtue of not requiring a separate election date to conduct a runoff. Indeed, another name that's given to it is instant runoff voting. Why do I think ranked choice voting is better? Well, it forces candidates to appeal to a broader swath of voters rather than a small set of hardcore supporters. So think of a race maybe that has five candidates in it. One is very extreme, has very ardent followers, and four are kind of more middle of the road. If the candidate that is more extreme gets 25 or 30 percent of the vote, they still need to appeal to the other 70 percent in order to get elected. So it knocks down the likelihood of extremist candidates because you have to take a position that will be more acceptable to a broader range of voters. It also encourages more candidates to run for office. And this becomes more important in the general election. There are lots of parties in the United States, but effectively the United States is a two-party system, meaning the Democratic Party and the Republican Party. There are all sorts of other parties out there. There's a Conservative Party, there's a Green Party, but nobody really votes for the candidates in those other parties. Why? because nobody wants to waste their vote. And what do I mean there? Well, let's say you're a greenie and you'd really like to vote for the green candidate rather than the Republican or the Democratic candidate. You're probably not going to do that because in the current setup of the American electoral system, most people are not going to vote for the Green Party. And so you have to make a choice. Will the Democratic candidate or the Republican candidate best align with green sentiment? Well, that's a decision you have to make. But it's a simpler decision if you have the ability to rank your candidates in order of preference. 
So if you wanted to vote for the green candidate, you could mark them as number one. And then you could mark the Democratic candidate as number two, and then the Republican candidate as number three. Now if the election takes place and the green candidate has the lowest of the three votes, then that candidate gets eliminated and their second preference choices are moved over to the other two candidates. So what this really means is that it will become a lot more viable for small party candidates to run and people won't feel penalized by voting for small party candidates. What are the cons to ranked choice voting? Well, let's say simply it's more complex. But how complex is it really? We're often asked to number lists in order of preference. And that's all ranked choice voting is. It's numbering your candidates in order of preference. It's not that hard. But it also needs a little bit of education. But the biggest con probably standing against ranked choice voting is the incumbent duopoly that dominates American politics. They probably want to have nothing to do with this. And I know a lot of people, when faced with two rather poor candidates put up by the Democratic and Republican parties, would love to have a third choice that they could legitimately vote for. So ranked choice voting will weaken the party duopoly that is dominating American politics, since that duopoly sits on the more extreme wings of politics, right and left. It actually opens up a space for more centrist candidates. Now, you might ask me, who uses this? Ranked choice voting is actually used in a number of different places in the United States. The state of Maine, for example, has been using ranked choice voting since 2018. Alaska recently changed their law in 2020 also to use ranked choice voting, and that's what will be used there this year. Many local elections use it, including my home, New York City, began using it last year in 2021. So here's my thoughts. I believe ranked choice voting will result in elected candidates more closely aligned with the mood of the electorate and less extremism in politics has to be a good thing. So the next time you're canvassed by a candidate, ask them where they stand on ranked choice voting and tell them you want it because you feel it will be an innovation that will strengthen American democracy. And who doesn't want that? This is Martin Nutty, and you've been listening to Nutty in New York. The music you're listening to was composed and performed by Leah Rankin. For more on Leah, please visit her Instagram page, that is L-E-A-H-R-A-N-K-I-N on Instagram. <laughs>